Welcome to Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. I'm your host, David Hollander, also known as the Sandman. Now let's get started. So the fallout from Silicon Valley Bank has dominated markets this past week. And as such, I thought I'd focus on a couple things. What's happened with Silicon Valley Bank and other banks? Two, why is this happening? Three, is Fed action over the weekend and this past week helping the crisis? Four, the impact on the monetary policy and inflation? And five, is this a bearish game changer? Let's jump into it. SVB, as we talked about last week, was, of course, the largest bank failure we've seen since Washington Mutual started me thinking all about 2008 again. I remember that real well. Then, as we know, this past week, the Federal Reserve Bank and uh, uh, the, the European government stepped in. We had Credit Suisse. All this came under scrutiny. You also had local bank, uh, First Republic, and some of the major banks putting some money together to, to loan to them. And the Fed created a new lending facility called the Bank Term Funding Program, which will provide loans to banks and accept the treasuries that got them into trouble because they were underwater and agency mortgage-backed securities as collateral. And the lending facility will value these bonds at par, meaning they're not uh, subject to the market that has caused them to go down. So there's no market value, and that is the important part. So the question is, do the moves by the government solve the crisis? I'm going to say no, but they help. There are two main reasons why I'm saying that. First is local economic risk. So thousands of companies, as we talked about last week, had money at SVB, and the vast majority of them, as reported, was over 80%, had deposits in excess of $250,000. Of course, that's the FDIC limit. So if those uninsured deposits are lost, then they will have no money to meet payroll, pay suppliers, et cetera. Now, we talked about that last week. That seems to have been averted. And that's what helped this market this week hang in there. The second risk is bigger. The fact that SVB and the SBNY failed was because of lack of interest rate risk management, period. Banks bought long-dated bonds over the past several years, and they didn't manage the duration, or the interest rate risk. So as rates were rising, as we talked about last week over the past year, and longer dated bonds started dropping in value below par, the bonds were just not worth what they were. So this problem is a varying problem across banks in the U.S., and it could represent a threat to those banks that would have a problem if capital was being called. But you could argue that the Fed and the government has removed much if not all of that risk, by now accepting these bonds from banks at par. This eliminates the need for a bank like SVB to fire sale those treasuries during times of stress and provides capital to keep things going. So the big question is who's going to pay for it? You can hear the Protect Your Assets Market Briefing on your favorite podcast app or as an Alexa Flash Briefing. Just search for Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. Links to subscribe free wherever you listen are at libertygroupllc.com slash PYA Briefing.
The following program is paid for by Liberty Group, and the views and opinions of the host do not represent those of the station or its ownership. Investment advisory services are offered through Liberty Wealth Management, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Legal information provided on the air is not intended to be a substitute for callers hiring their own lawyers to advise them about personal legal matters. The information provided is general financial comment and cannot be relied upon for your specific financial situation. Investing involves risks, including the risk of loss of your investment. Please consult with a financial professional before investing. California Life Agent number 0B48569. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets Radio Network. 